ready? Yes. Maya? Okay. I'm here. In five. Okay. In five, four, three, two. Oh my God, you made it. It's another episode of We Did That Shit. I'm Maya. And I'm the B. Hey. Hey, Maya. This is our 20th episode. Oh, my goodness. Is it number 20? Yeah, we oh made my it gosh. to 20 episodes. 20 episodes. I remember when we first was like in the double digits, and that was exciting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it goes by wow. so fast. Like, before you know it, you'll be like, oh, this is our 100th episode. It's, that's how fast it goes by. I know. That'll be dope, though. A hundred mm-hmm. episode. That sounds mm-hmm. official. Like we really mm-hmm. have a podcast. Like for mm-hmm. real, for real, we have a podcast. Mm-hmm. We, oh we for real, for real got a podcast now. But I know what you we mean. do. <laughs> so how was your week? Oh, my week was pretty good. Um, my mom is visiting me, and so we've been shopping, of course, because we only shop because <laughs> that's what she, she likes to do. <laughs> told my mom like you're gonna have to stay home because I don't I can't pull away from the table when she's here she's right cooking cooking it up That's- because I'm always like oh yeah I ate at this restaurant and it was good I'm gonna take you there when you come down so then we have to spend our time going to those restaurants or right. you know she's cooking or whatever uh, but yeah, so she's visiting me. She's getting much needed rest. And so that's a good thing. And then the other part of my week has me stressed out because I'm getting my new tattoo on this weekend. Mm. And I, you know, I signed up for the tattoo. I you signed did. up to get the tattoo. I waited and waited and just finally found a tattoo artist that me and um, Kelly could agree on. And now it's here. And I'm like, Man, I stress it <laughs> because the, I'm getting a cover up. You know that, right? I'm getting mm-hmm. a cover up, and the tattoo that I'm getting covered up is 20 years old, right? So you think about it, like, damn, that was 20 years ago. I was a lot younger. My pain right. tolerance probably was, was terrible higher. then, but it's really <laughs> terrible now. It's like, yeah, I, I'm right. Just, so I'll let you know how it went, though. I'll let you know because oh, you know, I'm popping in there. <laughs> I wish I had, you know, you know how the phone companies try to get you. They want me to buy another phone because my phone is doing all kinds of nonsense. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if I upgrade and get, because I still log on to Facebook and stuff. But if I mm-hmm. upgrade and get the app, you know, I'm going live. <laughs> you know, I'm going to butts up in there and I'm going to be live. And Kelly was like, yeah, she just going to tell me she going first. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> I had to. And let me tell you real quick. I told her, one, that I'm going first, but since we decided to get the tattoo, you know, we watch Black Ink, right? Uh So we've been trying to come up with a story because, you know, when when people on Black Ink get a tattoo, they always got a story like, yeah, because my great great grandma died and I'm honoring her because she was a butterfly. And she always told me that you get more bees. I mean, more honey with bees, whatever, you know, they always got a story. So we we've been coming up like bouncing story ideas off each other. Like, what about if the guy say, so what made you want to get this tattoo today? It's like. What do we say? We need something right. clever, you know, to say. <laughs> so so we've been practicing. You want to be memorable, huh? Right. <laughs> Just so, so if you got something that's like real good to say, 
Let mm-hmm. me know because, you know, I want to have one of them stories that's like, damn, yo, that's deep as hell. That's dope. All right. Let's get started. I mean, well, the butterfly tells the story in itself. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the struggle. You know, you are a young adult and then you are so much more than that now. And that's why it has to, you know, blossom and get mm-hmm. bigger. It's not just a cover up. It's a, it really is a transformation. Yo, you is so, smart. You is kind. <laughs> You is important. I'm telling you. I knew I, I knew I was gonna get my story from you. I'm gonna write that down. I'm telling you, it really is. So it really is, you know, a transformation transformation. It just shows your your growth and how you've blossomed from, you know, the young person you were then to the person you are now. Thanks. 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 There you go. Me. That's a good story. So how was your week? My week was the Shiznick. And I just feel like I can't cuss because part of my week was like Mother's Day and we had the whole luncheon. Oh, my goodness. Sorry to cut you off, but I forgot to give you a shout out when we first started the podcast. (laughs) When we first started the show, I should have gave you a shout out to you, bit because (laughs) people out there that's listening to to us, my wonderful cousin, who was my co-host, um, I don't know if I want to call it preach. It was mm-hmm. like, it, it was preaching. She <laughs> preached for Mother's Day. They, you know, her church has an annual mother-daughter luncheon, and she was the uh, guest speaker for this year. And let me tell you something. I'm going to post it to our Instagram so that you guys can see it. Because... It was the bomb. Like, you was really a preacher. Aww. I was like, look at you. So you public speaking is you, honey. It was um, it was nice. I love my family. I love, love, love my family. Like, they will show up for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and uh, my family came. And um, another side of my family came. Mm. And my... <laughs> And um, my aunt, her pastor, she really likes me. And she made announcements in church. So they really came out and supported. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I have other adopt. My, my biological mother um, went home to be with the Lord some years ago. And um, so I have moms. So it was my godmom was there. She's been my mm-hmm. godmom since birth. <laughs> well, you cut it out. Um, but she's been my godmom since birth. And when I was young, she really did. I did spend a lot of time with her. And mm-hmm. we did a lot of things together. So she was there. Mm-hmm. And um, my best friend's mother, who I call mom, my children call Nana. In fact, um, Deja, my daughter, she didn't even sit at the family table. She said, she was like, no, because we do go to the luncheon every year and we sit with mom. So mm-hmm. Deja was like, no, I sit with Nana. I was like, all right, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Don't try um, to do so- Right. (laughs) So um, she was there. And then my spiritual mother, she was there with her other goddaughter and her daughter-in-law. And it was really nice. It it really was. And what I really, yeah, what I really enjoyed was the time I spent in preparation. Mm-hmm. because it really is what I like to do. Like I'm not perfect and no one is, Mm-mm. you know, I'm not perfect and no one is perfect. Um, 
However, time spent in the word is good time. Mm -hmm. And I was just, you know, joyful just to have that preparation time in the word because I had a busy, busy semester. So it was a really nice end to the semester. So that was Mm. good. Now, that was on Saturday. So, you know, Sunday, the actual Mother's Day, I really am not a fan of Mother's Day anymore. You know, it just doesn't really do anything for me. So I didn't do anything. I usually don't. Um, But Saturday was great. And then today I found out, whoo, Stevie Wonder is doing a mini tour this summer. Mm. Now, girl, I got to find Alicia's number so she can give me the numbers to these dudes that's paying for lot. You know what I mean? (laughs) Because I got to go. I want to go to every single one. I do. Now, the first shows, the first weekend that he's in Vegas, I'll be away. And um, but when I come back, I want to go to Vegas. I want to go to Atlantic City. I want to go to National Harbor and I want to go to Springfield, Massachusetts. I'm sorry. I want to go to all four. And that is my plan. Something's got to give this summer. Mm. Like something's got to give. Even if I have to do it, God help me on a budget. Ugh, something. But I have to go to all four. You know, I love Stevie. I love Stevie, too. But love him, love him, love him. Earlier, pick one (laughs) for me. You know, but pick one. You want to come to National Harbor? Then that's the one we going to, me and you. Okay? Yes, National, National we don't have Harbor Alicia's for me number again. yet. So <laughs> we don't have access to Larry and them. And I'm pretty sure we could get access to somebody else, you know, yeah, and them. Saying. But I ain't trying to do all that. So National Harbor it is. And the rest of the shows, when you travel, let me know how it was. But anyway, you know. So what are we? what are we going to get into this week? This week, our topic is the art of conversation. Mm, the lost art. Oh, yeah. The lost the, art. The because lost you, you, art. You are correct. It's a lost cause. It's, it's a lost <laughs> art. It is. It, it really <laughs> is. It really is. And I know all these people out here don't have autism. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't understand what <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, people have no rap at all. So before we get into that, who did some shit this week? This week, I have a couple of who did some shits. Because, you again, it's always something going on. You see how much was going on last week when we missed the week. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's first talk about, did you hear about the white woman who called the cop another one? Did you, as DJ Khaled says, say. another one? Um <laughs> Did you hear about the white woman who called the cops on the black family who uh, was cooking out at a park in Oakland, California? The one who gave that um, Oscar winning performance when she was crying and stuff when the cops came? This, th- that's the one. That's yeah. the one. Mm-hmm. Because nothing says scare white woman, uh, white privilege more than a white woman crying. You know, and nothing and nothing says white trash like mom jeans. But go ahead. She looked a hot mess. Go ahead. Well, (laughs) the woman who her name is out there now, but I don't have it. it, Nor is it important to have it. But she is a professor at Stanford University. Uh, Hmm. So she was walking by a family who was barbecuing. Um, out in a park, a public park, not a private park, a public park. And she decided that they shouldn't be barbecuing. She decided. 
Yeah, they weren't doing okay. anything. They weren't um, making an obscene amount of noise, even if they was. It's a public park. They weren't invading her space. She was just walking by and thought, hey, that looks like they shouldn't be doing it, barbecuing. So she okay. called the cops. She told them that she was going to call the cops. And then another um, resident, Michelle Snyder, she saw what was going on. And okay. so she started filming the incident okay. and she got up in the woman's face, not really up in her face, but she put the camera in her face and was mm-hmm. saying to her, you know, why are you bothering these people? Like what's going on? It's so Michelle Snyder wasn't a part of it at all. She wasn't even part of it. No, the she was just a resident okay. who saw what was going on. And she decided much like what happened in Starbucks, much, right, right, much right. like what happened at the um, Starbucks, how it was another white patron she was just sitting Mm -hmm. there and then she saw that these black men were being harassed and so Mm -hmm. you know she started filming it the same thing so michelle started filming it asking the woman what was going on why did she feel the need to call the cops of course she was trying to ignore her you know like basically it's none of your business while on the phone with the cops so Mm. They have a video out there. If you haven't seen the video, look at the video. You know, uh, everything's caught on camera these days. Well, the woman, Michelle, she, the woman who was um, calling the cops asked her who she was. She gave her her card. She took the Mm -hmm. card, the woman who was calling the cops, she took the card out of Michelle's hand. And Michelle was Mm -hmm. like, give me back my card. Like, I showed you the card. I didn't say take the card. And so they went back and forth, back and forth. When the cops came, Michelle walked up to the cops and was like, she took my card out of my hand and then the woman broke down and started crying. When she was the one who initiated the whole thing. Everything. Exactly. Exactly. And it's just like what we can't do anything. We keep talking about it over and over again. We can't do anything. Now we can't be at a park barbecuing. You can't be sitting in a Starbucks. You can't shop. You can't go to church. You can't do a Mm -hmm. damn thing. It's really just ridiculous. I don't I don't really want to get you riled up, Mm -hmm. but I just have to say this because and if people don't realize it and I think that's what's really annoying me even the people who say well everybody's not racist or you know I'm not like that I don't see color I don't Mm -hmm. if every if everybody I mean everybody doesn't take a stand Mm -hmm. you know if every if you you have to be for it or against it you cannot be lukewarm Right. If anything is ever going to change, because this is exactly what happened when the slaves were allegedly free. Mm -hmm. So, you know, okay, black people allegedly in there. Well, that's what it is. It was allegedly. I know. (laughs) So black people were, you know, counted as a full citizen so that white people who were elected officials can have more representation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you allegedly freed them to lock them up in a system of, and this is beyond Jim Crow. This right. is, you know, if they move left, they can only move right. 
Mm-hmm. If they move, like whatever they do, there's you, I'm judge, jury, and executioner. You know, mm-hmm. keep killing them, keep lynching them, send them all to prisons, keep mm-hmm. raping the women, keep tearing up the family, keep. And this is exactly what's happening today. It's the mm-hmm. same, same exact. Thing. Thing And if people don't recognize it, I mean, you really have to be blind to think that there's any difference. And so and that's what they're doing. So there are places with strange laws and strange ordinances, you Mm. know, because back from when we people used to ride horse and buggies and the cobblestones Mm -hmm. and noise levels Mm -hmm. and things like that. And they're just using anything, anything, because is is that what we do now? And we, we call the cops. I was crossing the street and the car didn't look like it was slowing down. I, yeah, you so know let what me mean? call the cops. Right. So is is that what we're doing? So we want everything policed in a country that high, has the highest incarceration rate of any other country. And then my thing is, is this. They caught the woman on the, Michelle Snyder. She videotaped the woman calling the cops, right? Right. What did you have to say to the cops to get the cops to come? Because even with the police officers, if it's a non-emergency and a person is saying, hey, these people are doing something they're not supposed to be doing. What are they doing, ma'am? They're barbecuing and I don't like it. Why would why would you come out? Like, why would you come out for that? So one of the city council members um, in Oakland, Lynette Gibson Mc. Lanny, I think her last name is, she came out and spoke to the incident and just was saying that she wants to make it so people don't call the cops for things that are non-emergencies because these instances are like the boy that cried wolf. If you keep coming, keep coming, keep coming. When something is really happening, like why would I rush to come? And they're not going to be officers available for, and this stuff costs money. And California, I think California have laws like abuse of 911 laws or something. They have Mm -hmm. something. Not to mention the fact, not to mention the fact that, and then we'll move on, but not to mention the fact that the privilege that you have to have to not realize that you calling the cops on someone doing nothing mm-hmm. can turn around and have that person murdered. Mur- killed, right. You mm-hmm. you hate a person that much right. that you're calling the cops because they're black, not because they're barbecuing. Exactly. And, the th- and the thing is, is that she looked miserable. She probably is miserable. You're probably one of those people who have a problem with any person having a good time, but especially a black person having a good time. If more right. people learn how to mind their fucking business, and I can curse because mm-hmm. I wasn't preaching this weekend. <laughs> if more people learn how to mind their fucking business, then we wouldn't have stuff like this. Because if you're walking down the street in a park, and you see somebody mm-hmm. barbecuing, if you're that pressed and to call the cops on them because they are barbecuing, I don't mm-hmm. give a shit. Like if you ain't seeing nobody getting killed, you ain't seeing nobody getting raped. What the fuck is you calling the cops for? And that right, just but for, and you don't even me, call the cops for that stuff. You hide. Right. And that just <laughs> makes me just exactly. more and more. I'm always grateful for where we grew up, but it makes me more and more grateful for growing up in the inner city because a, I know how to mind my fucking business. B, I know how to pay attention to certain things, you know, right. meaning if something is wrong, an right. emergency, I probably still ain't calling the cops me myself. However, if something is wrong, that's when you call the cops, not just for nothing. But let you know what, lady, moving on, because 
it, it just it just makes no sense. These people out here just doing just mind your fucking business. But moving on. <laughs> um so TI got arrested. Again. Yeah, but for this time it wasn't for like him selling guns to an undercover federal agent. You know, oh, okay, we good. <laughs> yeah, right. We good on that one. He got arrested because he was um trying to get into his gated community and then he had an argument with the guard at said gated community. And, and so don't tell me they called they the cops. Them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my them. gosh. This yeah. is crazy. They too they too called the cops. Called the cops. Um, yeah. So he was already, you know, one of the, like I said, one of the security guards was arguing with T.I. because um, T.I. had lost his keys and he was trying to get into the community um, that was owned by Tiny. Him and Tiny, you know, his wife, they mm-hmm. were getting a divorce. I guess mm-hmm. allegedly now they're trying to work it out, which is good for mm-hmm. them. But they was good, getting a divorce. Right. So she lives in another house and, you know, and he has his own house. And she, he they was knew trying who to get the hell into. he was. Of course I mean, they knew who he was. Oh you know, and, and so that's what he said to the guard. You don't know who I am? Right. Like, come on now. Right. So yes. they came and they arrested T.I. And all I have to say about the situation with T.I. is... You know these people is about to get every big word that is in the dictionary because you know Ti is um, known for his right. big words, child. So he can really be like you with all the SAT words that he can find, but he looking them up right now. And when they get that post out and them SAT words that you ain't gonna half ass be able to pronounce, mm-hmm. or you gonna need a dictionary to look up, yeah, that's what's going to really happen with this one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But he's but, uh, out though, right? Yeah, he got yeah, out. It was them. like a yeah. $2,500 bill or something like that. Bond $2,500 to try to get into your own house? To your own house. Yeah, that's well, you know, your name ain't on the deed, I don't think. That's oh Tiny's house. So maybe that's uh, what was going on. Oh but, um, yeah, you know, moving on. Let's talk about... So today I was on Twitter early this morning, right? This is the mm-hmm. reason why I'm late to work every day because I'm on Twitter. But anyway, I was on Twitter early this morning and I seen Roland Martin... Um, you know, comment under this post from GMA, right? Okay, but so how GMA he's so a, lucky now, mm-hmm. right? Go so ahead. GMA yeah, had a headline one. that read: "For many Black women, Meghan Markle engagement offers hope." Right. What kind of hope you talk about, GMA? The hell I you mean? I was so confused. So, uh, so, so this, um, this hope in this headline that they're talking about was Mm -hmm. something that was old. And I guess it's resurfacing now because Mm -hmm. you know, the Royal wedding, I think it's about to happen Mm -hmm. or something next week. No, I remember when the headline came out, it came out right after the engagement and it, and they were talking when I read the article and they were talking about how, because she is um, of mixed race and how (laughs) she's a minority and she's being let into the Royal family that Mm. um, it just says of how open we, we are now and it gives a like what hope i'll have i don't need the hope my hope is in jesus yeah and hope you know what, what? Megan, that you too what? that i can, can marry, marry a white, a white man yeah, yeah like you too can find your white prince he's out there all, just waiting for there, you first of all there's more black princes in this world than white princes we and if I'm going to marry a prince and I want him to have yeah. melanin. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. exactly. And mm-hmm. I was just thinking mm-hmm. to myself, like, when I read the headline and then read into the article, it was just so funny because it was like, 
you know how when you were a little girl, not us, because we were raised to to know that we were beautiful and we were kings right. and queens and that's who we came from. But you know, like when you're a little girl and you're reading fairy tales or you're looking at TV about fairy tales and there's always this white prince on this white mm-hmm. horse that's going to come down and save you and mm-hmm. just I, that's what I thought about when I read the article I'm like is that the hope that they're talking about this white savior course, that's just going to come white and hope. rescue exactly. us like what and that's no shade to Prince Harry because he really does seem yeah, like, like uh, the Prince coolest, Harry reminds me royal. of uh, Diana yeah he's Diana, like he really does know. seem real cool of yeah. the royals but I mean for real and, you know, does Meghan Markle even identify as black? No, I don't think so. I think right, she's one so. of those, I'm not a black woman, I'm a woman. And it's mm. like, Meghan, sweetie, oh, you know. What I do want to point out, though, that really cracked me up in this whole scenario where her marrying um, Prince Harry is mm-hmm. her white family is out of controls. The okay. PWTs is doing it. I'm uh, trying girl. to tell you. They Let me tell you something. Ain't nobody on her black side said a goddamn thing. The only <laughs> person they didn't show was a black ass mom. Other than that, them white people is out of control, girl. They running amok. I mean, they catching yes. flights with money they don't have to yes. crash the wedding. They coming out. They drunk. Yes. They on TV Love talking it. about <laughs> she done stole all the daddy's money and he made yes. her. And they got the yes. pop. They on TMZ. They doing it up. I said, well, look at this. Up. For once, you got the, the pure they, not for once they them. acting like this, but for once they're showing the whites acting who they who are, they like are. a plum damn right. fools. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I'm interested to see what the hell is going That's probably the only reason why I'm going to watch it, because I'm like, I want to see these Beverly Hillbillies acting like a damn it, That's um, exactly what they seem like to me, mm-hmm. too. <laughs> Not Beverly Hills Hillbillies, but yeah, Beverly Hillbillies <laughs> acting crazy. But let's move on, because um, you ain't offering me no hope, sweetie, you know. Uh, but uh, moving on, Our, my last who did some shit, is about John Bunn. So John Bunn was a a man who was wrongly jailed at the age of 14, God bless you, in the 1991 murder of a correctional officer. And today Mm -hmm. um, he was exonerated from jail, from, 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 you know, from the crime that he did not commit. Now, but with this story, he murdered a correction officer. No, so he didn't murder he, anybody. I know he didn't. He was a he was found guilty. He was convicted of murdering right. a corrections officer. Was he in prison at the time, or was the correction officer like home off duty? I think they were home off duty. Off like duty. he was okay. home off duty. So mm-hmm. in 1991, August of 1991, to be exact, um, they said that he was you know, that he killed this correctional officer and they convicted Mm -hmm. him based on tainted evidence produced by ex-detective Louis Scarnella. Now, this same detective, a lot of people have been getting exonerated based off of the evidence from this detective. He was a dirty dirty cop. Mm -hmm. Right, he's a dirty cop. And, you know, he, he was just locking people up. Now, what struck me out of this story was not that he was wrongly jailed because I know personally plenty of black men that are wrongly in prison for, for crimes that they did not commit, you know, but what Mm -hmm. struck me in this story was that he was 14 
when mm. this happened. So 14 years old, they tried him as an adult and they put him in adult prison. And he mm. was in prison for 17 years. As so, a baby. As a baby. And it just makes me think about like children getting sentenced to prison being around black children grown, right being around black grown, children oh yeah definitely white, white children, children white, white children, children go to family go court to, right. juvenile court family yeah, and court and they get out stuff. when they 21 right. even if their ass right. is a serial killers you know right if they out there eating people they'll get out when mm-hmm. they 21 to do it again you know mm-hmm. but this boy was thrown into prison with grown men, he grew up in prison. Everything mm. that he knows about manhood, life is prison, and life is been in prison. It mm, is just, mm, mm. it's a sad ass story. And like he said, they won't admit that I'm an innocent man. That was a quote from him. He's forty one right. years old now, and that's what they all see. They don't. And you know who let him out? A black want, judge. They don't want to ever admit wrong. Yeah. You know, they were wrong. And they, I'm telling you, that happens at my job. I see that so much now. Instead of them just saying, you know what? I was mistaken. Or Mm -hmm. I apologize. Because you know they're not going to apologize. They never want to admit fault or that they were wrong. They were wrong. Wrong as the days are long. And uh, And, and they they believed the the detective because he was white. And and the boy did it because he was an old black boy. Exactly. And he, and and he was, had no qualms about throwing away a 14-year-old baby. Right. None. Throwing him in, because that's exactly what they did. You think about, he got locked up at 14. He's 41 now. You know, where do you start your life at after being in prison, wrongly in prison for all of these years? Even exactly. if a person is not wrongly in prison, and let's just say, like, for whatever reason, they went to jail and they and they threw him in adult prison when they were 14, and then they got out when they were 41. What kind of life do you have? You know what I'm saying? This, uh, Brooklyn Supreme Court Justice Sean Daya Simpson, she uh, shared a brief conversation with Bunn and his mother, Maureen, at the bench after the prosecutors agreed to dismiss the charges um, that he murdered a correctional officer and she told him move forward you know and keep me posted but it's just like Mm. even with that how you know Mm. this man Mm. has to pick Mm. up the pieces of his life just like Mm. Mm. and every single one of that detective's cases should be reviewed right yeah he's gonna need counseling 100 he's gonna need Therapy. He's going to need a lot of things because so many things have changed and his mind didn't develop, you right. know, with this technology and stuff. How is he even going to right. function? They they have yeah, to compensate you don't even know him. What his cell phone is. Right. Well, I mean, 1991, they, they, they had beepers. They pro- I mean, he probably knows what a cell phone is because, you know, they passed mm-hmm. around in prison anyway, but I'm just yeah. saying. I mean, they get the information first, but I'm right. just saying. But, you know, his quality of life, you have ruined his life and his quality of life. Right. 100%. Right. So I don't know. I don't know. Either, That's terrible. They need to compensate. Know, him. I, yeah. Oh, of course. And they don't even, they don't even, they probably ain't even going to half ass do that, you know? And, and the thing is, is like, they should, they probably won't, but New York, you ain't, and all these other states, you ain't tired of shelling out money, but no, because right. it's, you know, 
killing black people, throwing black people in jail. You know, I mean, point blank period, and then we'll move on. It's a genocide against black people. It is. And and like you said earlier, whoever doesn't recognize that, something is wrong Something's with you. Something's really wrong with but, you. True. Yeah, seriously. You know, um, but let's just go on ahead and get into this topic that we have for this week, the lost art of conversation. Mm, mm, mm. And it truly is a lost art. Mm, it truly mm. is. I was, um, <laughs> I used to say, cause you know, I used to get paid to do workshops and stuff like that. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. um, the more experience I had and the more degrees I got, the more money I would get paid. And mm-hmm. I remember one time I I spoke um, on HIV uh, for a friend, a colleague just called me up and asked me if I could do it on a humbug. I guess their speaker didn't come or whatever. And, you know, mm-hmm. they call it honorariums or whatever. But it's like your money, you know. It's like not right. work, whatever. So, um I did the little, and, and you know, I love my work. So it was like nothing for me to do it, you know? Mm-hmm. So I went and did it and it was like 45 minutes. Cause you want to leave time for questions and answers and things like that. And, um, I remember the lady saying, um, in fact, it was the Elks. And I remember her saying, she was like 45 minutes. I said, yes. And she was like, um, they're not going to listen for no 45 minutes mm. and an hour and 15 minutes later they was like no no but wait a minute but wait a minute and I was like and the people were like well we want to move on with the program and I'm just right they're like mm. and um and another time I remember my honorariums got bigger and I went one time it was like 45 minutes and you know they I got $1,500 for 45 mm. minutes I felt special you hear me? Like I can do this. Mm-hmm. So when we I talk about, there I'm telling you, one on one again. <laughs> so so many people are afraid of public speaking, but mm-hmm. I, it seems like it has just spilled over into everyday life. For like real. you can't say <laughs> hi. You know, you just nothing. So I don't know if it's because we've gotten too busy. Or we we rely too heavily on technology, social mm-hmm. media, but one day somehow we just lost our way. We just lost we, our ability to do. converse. I right. What the hell happened? I, I don't know. It's crazy. It's really crazy. Seriously. So I just. You know, um, and communication is always at the top of the list for relationship failures, mm-hmm. you know, marriages, and pretty much any relationships. Why you start talking? I don't know why we start talking. Why you stop talking? I don't right. know why we stop. You know, so right. communication is very, very important. It's, it's one of the most mm-hmm. important elements in any relationship. Um, mm-hmm. And then, you know, Hill Harper wrote a book, his first book for adults. It was called The Conversation. It is called The Conversation. And he said... Great book. And it really is a very good book. If you haven't read it, I do recommend it. Um, But he says in the book, ultimately, that the lack of conversation is causing the black family to be extinct. And that's profound. 
mm-hmm. know, he's it's causing the extinction of the black family. And he even alludes to himself being part of a problem because of his unwillingness or inability mm-hmm. to commit. Mm-hmm. So what say ye, Maya, on our plight of lack of conversation? Um, I think that, uh, yes, I'm going to be one of those people that blames this generation, and I'm going to be one of those people that blame social media because I think that when social media came around, the conversations were less and less. I think the internet in general, but specifically social media. So, you know, when we first started off, we had Facebook. Mm -hmm. Now, Facebook, if you remember way back in the day, you had to be a college student to have Facebook. Well, when we first started, everybody just wasn't on. Well, it was was MySpace, but I wasn't on MySpace. So, only thing that I can speak to is Facebook. (laughs) I have my top five in the MySpace era. I wasn't on social media then. Back then, when it was MySpace days, it was still kind of fairly easy for me to meet people. So, I was just going outside and I was meeting people. So, I didn't think to have social media. Okay. And, you know, then Facebook came around. Remember, on Facebook, you had to be a college student. And I think Facebook came around i don't even know when what year facebook came around i need to look that up look that up excuse me but when facebook first came around i wasn't on facebook Mm -hmm. you know when i got facebook i got facebook because a friend of mine a guy that i knew he was in the service and he was going to be stationed in hawaii and he was like oh get facebook because we can talk you know and i was like what the hell is facebook right and then he told me what Facebook was and I was like, I ain't getting on that shit. I don't want people to know what I'm doing every minute of every damn day. <laughs> but I say all of that to say when faith, when social media first came around, I that's I think that that's when conversation just like it was still happening, but it was just getting lower and lower and less. I don't, and less. I don't think the don't standards agree. of conversation. No, the standards of conversation and conversation in general. I just think, I definitely am one of those people that's like social media is the cause of this. This generation is the cause of that. Because I think about the generation that I grew up in. I'm talking about early teens and in twenties and stuff like that. We talk to one another, right? Like you ain't have no choice because you ain't have no cell phone. You had to see each other face to face. You you was getting beepers. That means you had to call somebody back when somebody beat you. Then you got two ways, and that was then you had to chirp chirp, and you right. wanted to talk to people <laughs> on the chirp chirp all the time. Then you got Sky. I mean, you know the pagers that what was mm-hmm. they called? What the hell was they called? That's when it kind of like text messages first start coming around. And then you got the molar rotor. Then you just, I'm just saying technology has made conversation just go away. It's just, it just has. Well, that's I, where I'm at with it. Anyway. I can't, I'm not going to blame technology. I, I'm not going to blame technology um, mm-hmm. because, or social media, because technology and social media wasn't, for meeting people, it was for people we already knew, and you had something yeah, but to it say. Caused you to say not to message. talk to people that you knew. 
It's no, because you talk to people you knew. So, you know, when you beep somebody because you want to talk to them, you want to tell them something that's going on or whatever. And we it's not even like we needed that stuff. We I grew up without even before beepers when you had to, you know, keep a quarter or a dime to make a call from the payphone if you mm-hmm. missed the last <laughs> bus. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's not I don't think if it's technology and social media didn't stop it social what social media did for in my opinion is it just showed you how dumb people are people are <laughs> just like you, you really can't read right like what was you doing in miss brown's class in the seventh grade okay you know so <laughs> it, it just it that's what it did for me that's that's how i looked at it like mm-hmm. oh these people really can't read and write they don't know you know how to spell, which words to use, like, I ain't gonna oh, say, don't, don't, been, don't talk about people that can't spell. I'm just, well, you know, everybody has their struggles, but like, you was on my mind, and M-I-N-E. My. <laughs> I, I just, yeah. <laughs> those oh, kind of things, you know, there, there, and there, two, two, and two, mm-hmm. you know, I, this is too much. So, um, so that, so I don't think that, I'm not going to blame the lack of conversation on social media and technology. When did you think this, the lack of conversation began? Like, when did you see the lost art of conversation just being lost? When did you see that start happening? In my experience, now, mm-hmm. shy people have always been around. Right. Um, you know, shy people have always been around. Um I, it's not technology. It's I think it's people. They have this mm. um. They have this way, you know, of they they're not shy, but they really don't have substance. A lot of people just mm-hmm. really don't have substance. And then the people with substance, you know, it's there could be a plethora of reasons that people don't, well, first of all, for speaking, there's no excuse. If you're mm-hmm. staring in somebody's face, you look at them, whatever, it's just polite. You're in a, wherever, good morning, good afternoon. Right. You know, you <laughs> guess that it does. That's just, you know, speaking is fine. But when I'm talking about, when you go beyond the hello, we're talking about the lack of the, the lost art of conversation. When you go beyond the hello, mm-hmm. it's just nothing there and nothing there i just you know people are is they they have access to too much they think they're too Mm -hmm. deep and they're shallow Mm -hmm. you know they think they're smart and they're not or they're too smart you don't understand what this is it's just so many things so sat word central all kinds of things so you know Mm -hmm. i just came up with a little bit of you know people with their different types of reps you know, mm-hmm. like their rap. I always say, you know, like Jiggy, he has autism, but his rap game is tight. Okay, Jig- I mean, Jiggy will. Soon as he gets you chuckling, he be like, "Got her." Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so um, nothing beats a man with sense of humor. I'm telling you, you know. So and he knows it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So. I just came up with a couple raps. You know, we gonna call it Rappers Delight. This is mm, all. This rappers is delight. <laughs> we hip, did that uh-huh. shit. You know how I am by old school. Um, so this is you know the we did that shit edition of the rappers delight. So first mm-hmm. you got the people with no rap. 
<laughs> you know. <laughs> no rap. But that's damn near the majority of the men that's no out rap. here these days. Yeah. To them, talking means, hey. Hello. <laughs> Hey, hey. And I, for real, for real, like, do you get the hello? No, you get, hey. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sup. <laughs> Sup. You know, like. You good? They, right. They, you, they, I mean, they just have nothing. And they never initiate a conversation. Ever. And. Oh, you're they can't the, hold a conversation. At all. At all. It's mm-hmm. like one or two exchanges and that's it, you know. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I think that they're either not interested in what you're saying, they mm-hmm. don't want to converse with you. It, what else could it be? You know, like. I think that, go ahead. No, no go ahead. ahead. What you think? I don't think that the people with the no rap and let, let me just say this. We're speaking on um, for the lost art of conversation in general, but right now, Rapper's Delight, we're speaking on the man-woman, you know, uh, conversation. Exactly. We are women, so, you know, that, that uh, date men. So we're talking about men, you know, and what their conversation or lack thereof is with us. This is the rapper's delight that we're talking about. And and no conversation, I don't think means that they're not necessarily not interested in you. I just think that people are, like you said, dumb as a box of damn rocks and they could be interested in you because you always get this guy, you know, you saying stuff to keep the conversation going like, yeah, you know, I went to the store today and then I was buying groceries and then I had to go around to the cleaners and drop my stuff off. Cause you're just trying to keep the conversation going. You know right. what I mean? What you into, what you like, you good, blah, 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 blah. And then he give you the, I'm cool. Okay. It's cool. <laughs> hey. Okay. Nah. Right. Okay. You know, word. Wow. Whatever, you know, and you didn't gave your best everything. I noticed you noticing me and I wanted to put you on mm-hmm. notice that I noticed you too. You giving that mm-hmm. and he giving you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But that guy, as soon as you fall off the face of the earth, cause you like, he ain't got nothing to say. He must not be interested or whatever. Then their raps get a little bit more like instead of K it's like, Hey, <laughs> you good? Everything fine? Okay. Mm-hmm. At the end, you know what I'm saying? So they want to reel you back in. So I don't think that it's that they not interested. I just think some people just don't know what to say, like at all. They just don't know what to say. You know? That's that's a um birth defect or something. That's that's, yeah. that's <laughs> something. Come but on now. I just because think that they don't. And I would t- first of all, if. If we're talking relationship, that texting thing, there's an avenue for texting. You have to mm-hmm. talk. You have to mm-hmm. talk. Or I'm not sending a two foot long text. I just I'm not doing that. I'll do a good morning, you know, mm-hmm. respond to your good morning, and do not text me any initials. No okay, no GM, GA, GN. Um, you know, I H-R-U. can't stand it. If you none of that. None of that. If you can't text four words, call me or don't, you know, there's no need to communicate. I'm not doing all that. And I say that very, very early. I check it the first time. GM, I'm sorry. If I'm not worth the couple extra taps to say good morning, yeah, I got nothing for you. You Mm -hmm. know, 
Go jump in a lake. I'm not, I'm not entertaining that nonsense. So, and it shows you right, I'm not, it shows you right there. Now, also, if you can, if you have no rep and you're shy, mm-hmm. that's one thing, you know, right. but everybody. And you can establish that early on. If exactly. a person is shy, you know. And yeah. some people have, some people with the no rep, if like, say you're in a group or whatever, they always try with that, you know, I'm mysterious, I'm quiet, whatever. I don't like mm-hmm. that. Nah. You, you're mm-hmm. not deep. You're not deep. You're not mysterious. I'm not intrigued. None of that stuff. You know what I mean? You could contribute something to the conversation. I ain't got time. And if you too damn quiet, I'm thinking you're a serial killer. Oh yeah, and and I I do not trust people that's too quiet either. If you always out and about and you all super quiet, like you don't talk because you don't want to get your lies messed up. You don't want the skeletons falling out your mouth. You don't want you. Yeah, you a serial killer. Something's going on. Yeah, I, I'm Something with you on that is one. definitely yeah. going on. I'm I'm more toward the serial killer thing. Like if you sitting around me and you ain't talking, but the worst person is the no rap on the phone. Now the no rap on the texting is one thing, you know, because like I said, you saying your best little thing and then he just saying okay. But when you know talking on the phone and it's dead space and it's dead air, the shit is dead. Like what are we talking yeah, about? And if you're Nothing. not if you're not 15, that's not cute. You know, because yeah. when you young, you just want to hear a nigga breathe on the other end of the line. Like, you did Well, that was, that was then. That was <laughs> yeah, then like, when you 15. Because these 15-year-olds now, they in full-fledged ass damn near like marriages. So, uh, yeah, you know, they always got something to say. I just, But, yeah, yeah no rap. Like, it, it's, it's, it goes back to the topic of if you can't date, don't date. You know what I'm exactly. saying? If you can't talk, stop trying to talk. Let me tell you something. I had a guy recently that I met, and... He spoke, mm-hmm. right, in traffic. Now, I'm riding down the road, you know, mm-hmm. riding down the road, coming from getting me a yum-yum, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> enjoying it, spooning it in my mouth. I was having me a good old time, me, my music, and my yum-yum. And I see him on the side of me, you know, and mm-hmm. you know how you just see something out the corner of your eye? You know, I'm moving up, he moving up. I'm going fast, he going fast. So I'm thinking like, yo, you must want to get my attention. So I waved to him like, yo, what's up? You know, then I kept it pushing, riding down the road. When we got to the light, he rolled down the window and he actually started talking. And I was mm. like, oh my God, this is how lost conversation is. He was talking to me and I felt like I could marry him. Right. <laughs> I know what this man was about. I know who he was. I just said, damn, he actually talking. Mm -hmm. I could marry him. He was like, you want to pull over? And my ass pulled over. And I don't really be pulling over for strangers because I'm thinking I could pull over. You could try to kill me. Anything. You might try to rob me. Whatever. But the fact that he even spoke, I was like, let me pull over for him and see what he's talking about. That's how lost conversation is Mm -hmm. that just from this man saying hello and having a few words to say at the light I was just like he could be my future let me exactly and that's how I (laughs) felt about the dudes at the Wawa good morning you know hello it's because people just don't do it anymore they don't they don't they don't and I noticed that and, and I do it and so when I say hello good afternoon good morning people look at me like what what you want like right it's crazy (laughs) it's crazy like what i'm you know you're just speaking so i don't know the no rappers get on my nerves Mm -hmm. so the next rap 
the quick rappers. <laughs> the quick rappers see now there's two types of quick rappers. The quick rappers who are in this generation that think after they say hi, everything is a go. Mm-hmm. And then there's the quick rappers that think that they just drop something so profound. Mm-hmm. You know, so profound that, that you're they, supposed to drop your ass. Exactly. You on a fast mm-hmm. track. Like, yeah, no. Both right. of y'all sit down. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> with your quick rap. And mostly yeah. the quick raps, they they can't rap more than 30 days either. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, they, they don't. They don't got it. They got their stuff down packed. They got just enough material exactly. to reel you in. And exactly. the thing about the quick rappers is this. This is what I noticed about the quick rappers these days. It goes back to my point on social media. We on social media, so we follow each other. You follow me mm-hmm. on Twitter. You follow me on Instagram. I'm saying some stuff on there. Now you think you know me. You know what I'm saying? Contrary right. to what. I don't know what anybody else does. I tweet a lot. Don't get me wrong. Like, I I got probably 200,000 tweets. I tweet all the time. But I don't tweet my everything. Like, right. I don't tweet. I woke up today. I went to the bathroom. I just brushed my teeth, y'all. Mm-hmm. I'm getting dressed for work. I'm late again. I'm this, that, and the third. Like, I don't tweet stuff like that. So, you don't know me. You know what I want you to know. Right. And at the end of the day, even if, you, even if I told you my every move, you don't know me. Right. Like, you still have to get to know me. Because what you know me as, the funny-ass girl on Twitter, oh, she seemed like she's so charismatic on Twitter. A lot of people is charismatic online. Then you get with them and their asses is a dud. Now, exactly. I'm the same on or offline. I'm right. just me. But I know so many people that you see online, and you're like, yo, he cool as hell. Then you meet him, and you're like, that's you? <laughs> that's <Yeah>. you? <laughs> then they turn into no reps. But online... Right. You full of reps. It goes mm-hmm. back to our topic, online dating. You got so much bravado. You saying yes. hello, good morning, good night, what you like, what you doing. And then when I meet you, it's like nothing. 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 Yeah. So so then when you meet me off the quick rap, you think you know me already. So now it's like we full-fledged in this relationship. Yes. Yo, I don't know you. I, I don't, don't know you. And you, you don't to to know, know me. me. Exactly. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so stop with the quick raps. You yeah, know, stop. Quick raps, sit down. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and they just don't, um, you know who have quick rap? Low level. Low level. Low level. They, they got their low their, level uh, quick, quick down oh, packs. Yes. And, <laughs> you know, and then, you know, and even your your boys know it, too. Like, oh, he got the gift of gab. You yeah. know? <laughs> <laughs> and it didn't take the that whole. It didn't take. It didn't take. But it was true. And it didn't even mm-hmm. take the whole 30 days. It was about a week. You know, right. because they just couldn't keep it up. And so, right. you know, that's why you have to you know, not take the slow road like you, but you know, you mm-hmm. just have to converse all, for a while. You ain't have to throw that in there. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, you know, we just, uh, no, I'm to not a quick rapper at all. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's why you have to converse for a little while because quick rappers, they cannot keep that shit up. They cannot keep it up. Mm-mm. So the next what else one, you got? <laughs> skinny rap, skinny rap, <laughs> <laughs> the skinny rap is like your rap is light as hell. You are talking, mm-hmm. but you are not talking about Ixnay Nathaniel. Thing. Not a damn thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like not mm-hmm. nothing. You right. you not talking about nothing. 
and you talking about the same thing over and over. It's like Chinese food. You know how after you eat Chinese food, you hungry again? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why I said skinny rat, because <laughs> <laughs> you just like, what? And skinny rap, and I'm sorry, I have to say it just like this. Skinny rappers, you just be wanting to say, shut the fuck up. Fuck up. <laughs> right. Like, ugh. Like, right. <laughs> yeah, it's just because, I don't, I don't know. Like, I had a skinny rapper. All he talked about was church. Mm. Mm. And mm. and I know that he only <laughs> talked about church. because, Like, he, he really... What now? First of all, that's how other religions, you know, a lot of things are Bible based, and mm-hmm. um, you know, so it every a lot of things play off the Bible. So when you mm-hmm. when you come in starting with the Bible, start talk about church, people gonna say, "Oh, yeah, that's nice, Amen." Other, eh. but like three months in, and that's still all you talking about. And that's still all you talking about, like, and you do it because you have nothing else, and <laughs> you know, ain't nobody. When you talk about church, ain't nobody gonna say, "Shut the fuck up." Yeah, shut the fuck <laughs> like, up. Right. But I will. Right. They gonna sit there. They gonna sit there, and they and gonna listen. listen. It's exactly. like when um when when people used to call up. Remember when Steve Harvey on his show? I don't know if he still do it because I don't listen to him in the morning. Mm-hmm. But remember, he used to have when people called up and they sang. Oh yeah, and he used to say, mm-hmm. "Nah, you can't um sing no gospel, gospel songs right. because you know if they come in there and they like <laughs> I've had my good days and they sound terrible, <laughs> people gonna be they not gonna say like nah yo you're not gonna make it right no they're gonna right. be like praise amen. the Lord. You, amen. Did good. you did good <laughs> exactly <laughs> right so yeah so that's the skinny rap they they just really have nothing to say or mm-hmm. they talk about the same thing on and on and over on and, and on about mm-hmm. the same thing and another thing skinny rappers do that is annoying is they talk about it but they never be about it. Never about it. Ever. Like, oh they just talk goodness. about what they're going to do. Oh, my gosh. Right. And they going to do it's it It's a whole bunch years. of, they got a dream, don't they? Oh, yeah, my goodness. Yeah, you know, one day I want to open up a barbershop, mm-hmm. and I'm um, thinking about, you know, having like five chairs, and then and then it's just like, mm-hmm. you know, the next year you're like, what happened to the barbershop? And they like, nah, I'm saying, you know, mm-hmm. funds got a little low, you, you know, it's just skinny. It's real speaking skinny. Of skinny no rap, substance behind it. Speaking of skinny rap and low funds, mm-hmm. remember... <laughs> Damn, skinny rap and no and funds. No this funds. is going to be interesting. So, okay, remember the singer... Y'all remember him? Oh, my god! <laughs> Wasn't he going to be a part of As Yet? Oh, no, you didn't. The singing group As Yet? Every, I, yo, the other day I, I was listening to As deny. Yet. Listen, I would need to confirm or deny that on my iTunes. <laughs> asked, <laughs> and I thought about him because he was serious. Mm. <laughs> I, I will neither confirm nor deny that statement, Maya. Thank you. Oh, okay. Sorry. So, anyway... <laughs> Um, yeah, so he was definitely a skinny rapper. Mm-hmm. He was, um, you know, I'm not trying to be shady or nothing, but literally right. had like below average intelligence mm. and it just took a while <laughs> to figure it out because he kept talking about church. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, for the first couple months, I just didn't have the heart to say, shut the fuck up. Like, talk right. about something else, you know. So, there were just two things, like, and they're related. Because I just was like, I would just be looking at them like, are you, is this for real right now? Like, I just knew right. Ashton Kutcher was going to jump from underneath Mm-hmm. The bed or something. I don't. So I remember he was, um, you know, I am not that chick. Like, I know there are women out there that will take care of a man and all that stuff. And, oh, we in a relationship. Help me out, whatever. I'm going to just tell you right now, Babi does not believe in that. Mm. Babi does not believe in that. Um, you are not responsible for me, and I am not responsible for you. And ain't nothing 50-50, not even when we're married. Like, you know, mm-hmm. if we marry and we need to um, get something done or whatever, you know, I'll do my part, whatever. But, yeah, all this, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm not that chick. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So um, he was like... <laughs> he asked for if I could help him out with his rent. No, did he? <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't even remember that part of the story. What? I'm just can like I help you out with can you help me out with my rent? Yeah, like help you out what? Like okay. Like pay it? Put something on it. So I was like, "Let me borrow it till next week because they ain't give me my check this okay, week." Okay, like so what? A- after after further assessment, <laughs> I found mm-hmm. out that his help me out with the rent meant pay it. It wasn't a loan. Like, oh, you helping me out? And I'm like, clearly he's smoking crack. Something is going on. Mm. So um, I was like, and and then he said, "I need to find a place." where the rent is cheaper. So mm-hmm. I said, well, where are you going to find rent cheaper than $450 a month? <laughs> and he said, <laughs> this is a true story, y'all. I'm not kidding. He said, my rent is $900. I said, the rent is $900. You have a roommate. He pays half and you pay $450. Wait, this ninja had a roommate, and he asked you to pay his rent. He <laughs> had a roommate. Help, help, help him out. Yeah, mm. he, the rent. So he was like, "My rent is nine hundred, and I said again, the rent is nine hundred. Right. You have a roommate. He pays half. You pay four fifty. Where mm. are you going to find a place cheaper than four hundred and fifty dollars a month?" That you could right. afford on your own. He was like, no, I just, if my rent was like 700 then I'll be all right on my own. I wouldn't need a roommate. Um, Nick, how, how you were going to be that all the way in round? What are you talking about? When you asking me to help you out with the 450 that you pay. Like, he really just, that's smart as a box of rocks i like just really mm-hmm. just couldn't just couldn't land that just couldn't land couldn't couldn't rest mm. on that could not mm. i let that go i let that go because like <laughs> it, it wasn't you, you know let that go okay I had, to, I had to let it go because what am i supposed to do like you don't want to stand okay figure right. it out I, I i got nothing for you so needless to say i wasn't seeing him no more <laughs> you mm-hmm. know <laughs> so <laughs> 
a few weeks after that, he called up, you know, oh, hey, thinking about you, missed you. I guess he worked the situation out, whatever. Thinking about you, Mm -hmm. missed you. Wanted to say hi. Uh, all right, you know, I just really, you know, I'm just, I don't know what it is. Like, I just don't like to hurt people's feelings. I'm like, oh, all right, you know, maybe. Yeah, don't. Uh, I'll be home early this day. When you get off of work, maybe you can stop by, whatever. But then when the day came, I didn't feel like it. I mean, I didn't feel like it enough to say, you know, I don't feel like it. Never mind. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> This then just <laughs> start. So when I called him and tell him, he like starts like crying in the phone. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is going on here? Um, he was like, oh, because I really, I really wanted to see you. I missed you, and not just to take a bath, but so, what? <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> What? No, because I wanted to see you. I miss you. I said, no, no, no. What did you say after that? He was like, you know, I wanted to take a bath. And I was like, what? <laughs> and he was like, his water was turned off. Now, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I am not clowning anybody. Um, I had even myself. <laughs> I was a single parent struggling. You know, my lights have been cut off. You know, I'm not clowning nobody (laughs) with, like, financial issues, struggling out here, trying to make it or whatever. But your water, your water is like $25 a quarter. That's like every three months. Like, I never heard of anybody getting their water cut off. Like, your water? And so now I'm like... How are you taking, where are you taking this shit? Like, what <laughs> is going, what, what? Yo, he called you and said, I wanted to take a bath. No, no, not, I mean, but he put it on the, like, I, I wanted to see, what? I miss you so much. I just can't believe you canceled on me now and I can't wash my yeah. ass. What? <laughs> this is why, this is why. Yo, let me just say this before you finish the story. Oh he ain't God. have skinny rap, no rap, quick Mm-mm. rap. He had delusional rap. He was rap delusional in his mind. He, well, screwed conversation. Ninja, you ain't had no water to take a bath. Like, you mm-hmm. wanted to come over here filthy, and then you wanted to get in my tub so you could Mm -hmm. filthy that the hell up, (laughs) and you wanted me to be okay with it. You ain't even got $450 to pay your goddamn rent. Then you talking about nah, if I get a roommate, if I I get an apartment for $700, if you get the apartment for $700, Mm -hmm. you still gonna have to pay your water. Like, you still not gonna have no water. You don't have water, and you only gotta pay $450. Mm -hmm. Now you think you Mm -hmm. wanna have water Mm -hmm. and you wanna pay $700. And at the end of the day, why do you think that you about to use my water? And I'm just what? saying, right, right now today, I'm still stunned. I'm still stunned thinking about like I could you should not, be. I, it was just like, and it really was. <laughs> it, it really, and this is. But first of all, it really taught me a lesson about skinny rap because I don't tolerate skinny rap. Like mm-hmm. if I don't tolerate it in this, the, as soon as I recognize it, because skinny rap sounds good in the beginning. You know what I mean? Right. But as soon as mm-hmm. I recognize it as skinny rap, I don't care if it's one day, two days, three days. People are like, oh, give it a chance. Hell no. Nah. 
You know, and this is the reason I don't do skinny rap, like, at all. As soon as yeah, I recognize it. another person. You, oh, my gosh. Take a bath. bath. Oh, mm -hmm. my goodness. So I asked them, like, how have you been washing your ass <laughs> before work or ever? Well, what do you say? Oh, are you ready for this? Are you sitting down? Podcast family, I need you to be sitting down. If you are driving anywhere and listening to this podcast, I really need you to, like, brace yourself. Hold on. <laughs> I do not want to cause any type of collisions. This ninja going to say, well... You know the church is open at six o'clock for prayer. <laughs> <laughs> what? He even going to the church and washing up and then doing prayer because it's open from six to seven. So anybody who wants to come pray, you know, because I used to go to six o'clock prayer all the time. You know, you just come in. It's quiet. It's dark. You can lay on the altar if you want to. You can be in the pew if you want to. Do whatever. And, you know, we just happen to have bathrooms yeah. at our church. And that's what he was yeah. doing. He was washing up in the bathroom at church. And then one Sunday, Pastor had mentioned the 6 o'clock prayer people. And I just put my head down because I didn't want to bust out laughing. But, yeah. hey, but you know what? Praise God that the church is open. For a brother to wash up. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yo, how long was this ninja without water? Look, That's the funny after, part. After he called me for the bath or whatever, that pretty much ended that whatever, you know. Mm -hmm. I, I hope so. It was like, I mean, we was like, I don't talk to him at all, you know, anymore. But I mean, not like I dislike him or anything. You know, he just, you know, had his. No, issue, but you, you don't know. have water. Like, yeah, I just think mean, you could be a likable person, mm -hmm. but take your skinny rap. And you know yes. water somewhere. So, bye bye. You know, I always say, like, you're not going to live long enough to learn all the lessons yourself. So take it from me, podcast family. Take it from me. Skinny rap. Look for it. Diagnose it early. Run like the plague. I'm telling you. Mm -hmm. This shit just does not work out well. I'm just saying. We got one more rap to do, Maya. We got one more rap. <laughs> okay. What's the next one? Because the next one. no water took me over the edge. <laughs> I'm just saying it's the bill is twenty five dollars a quarter. So that's like a hundred dollars <laughs> a year. Right. Like what? I, I, I mean, I don't know. And I, I'm saying where, where we live, you know, where we right. live. So I, I don't know if other people have astronomical water bill, but he lives here. It doesn't matter. So I never heard of anybody getting their water cut off. Electricity. <laughs> yes. Phone. Yes. Maybe an eviction notice. Yes. But water? <laughs> Never. You know, anyway. All right. That's our so, last rap. <laughs> the last rap is the long rap. Mm. Oh, mm. Well, that's probably me. Mm. Mm. Well, I didn't say it, but okay. <laughs> I was thinking it. I was thinking it. So, <laughs> what? tell me about the long rap before I say that's me. I just well, heard long rap. It's you. It's okay. you. It, oh, you know, when I think long rap, I'm thinking these people who are, you know, you know, it ain't about nothing. Mm -hmm. You're not going to commit. You don't want to. But you will stretch this thing out for as <laughs> absolute long as you possibly can. Right. <laughs> I, I can't stand the long rapper either. Like, I mm -mm, no. I, everybody's on the timeline with me. I, you're not wasting that. You're not wasting my time. Now, you know, 
Long rap is also, you know, the people, because the people that do online dating, don't you get the people that, mm-hmm. you know, they, they want to talk on the app for 10 years Forever. before they, before they, they want to meet you? But you know why? Yeah. That's because they in a relationship or something. Now, I'm convinced that that's probably what's going on. Why you always want to stay talking on the app they never want to meet? Mm. Well, I'm not they in They trying a to get their breezies lined up. Listen, I'm not in a relationship, but I probably talk to somebody on the app for forever. And I, I'm, I'm probably guilty of the long rap you, you just are. because, well, you know what it is about the long rap and me? It probably speaks to what you said when we first started this conversation. Like, you just ain't that interested. But you a nice person, mm-hmm. and I ain't really doing nothing else. So it's just like exactly. I rap to you for forever. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Like, and and I will say I'm guilty of it, but it's not something that I want to take. Maybe I should make that my personal journal because it's not something that I need to continue to do. You know, like I need to uh, cut it off. But I'm, de- you know, when it ain't going nowhere, and I'm definitely a person that'll just be like, people be like, you want to do now? I'm like, ah, I'm good. Or, you know, damn, we, I can't even make you my woman. Ah, you know. So, I, but I'll keep rapping with you. So yeah, I guess I am guilty of the long rap. Mm-hmm. The long <laughs> rap. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. You I just, gotta keep saying the long rap. Because like, I, mean, I just, why do you let, now I believe in breezies. Like if you ain't doing nothing, you know, you got a few breezies like, hey, hey, what you doing? Yeah. What you doing? Whatever. But mm, if there's no real reason behind the, you know, no, I'm not doing that. It's a waste of time. Yeah. It's a waste. Of, it mean, really is a waste of time. It is. And my brother I, said. Look, I can admit it. Yeah, and my brother said, you know, men, men will stay in it for as long as it takes to get some. So, mm-hmm. you know, when you do that long rap thing and three years later you've been long rapping for all this time and you finally meet up, you might get a hookup out of that. And he was like, that's why you stay in it. <laughs> right. I was like, is that right? He was like, that's what they do, babe. I was like, oh, okay. All right. So, I, you know, I've never been in for the long rap thing. Like, right. it's it's just not my thing. I don't, don't waste my time. You know, I don't have a whole lot of friends anyway. So, it's like, you, you know, why am I talking to you? <laughs> that's the, that's I mean, the men have to be careful. Men have to be careful with the long rap when you meet certain women. You know, certain women ain't like me that'll that'll stay in the long rap just as long as you want to stay in it with your mm-hmm. ass. You know, because you think you rip rap rapping. You know, ribbity rap rap rap, and eventually, like you said, you gonna get something out of it. But you don't know. I ribbity rap 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 right with your ass for forever. Mm-hmm. You know, but you might not get women that's like that you know you'll get the woman that's like what the hell are we doing you know so you got to be careful with that long rap you can't always you know like be in it to win it but you can't always bring that long rap but if we're talking about the long the lost art of conversation like at least if i'm long rapping with you i got something to say yeah, but you know what? The long rappers don't always have something to say. I, sometimes the long rappers are, um, you know, 
They just, just a bunch of bullshit. Exactly. They the quick rap, yeah, skinny rap combined. Of like, yeah, exactly. it's just like a bunch of. Exactly. It's definitely, but they do all, it in a way that this. you you can tolerate it longer. Yeah, the long <laughs> rap, for real, exactly. for real. And I'm speaking on behalf of myself. The long rap really is all of those things combined into one. Mm-hmm. You know, the long rap could be no rap for you a little know, bit. Like, well, I ain't really got nothing to say. You and know so, what I mean? I, like, oh, I ain't talked to her in a couple weeks. Let me call yeah, her back. So exactly. then it's, yeah, exactly. it could be that. It could be it. The, what was the next? The last? I mean, the second one. The quick, the quick rap. Oh, it could definitely be the quick rap. Like you dropping, yo, what's yep. up? You good? You know, mm-hmm. you know. That's what we say where we from you good and you good means so many different things like mm-hmm. you know you good can mean like are you really good right you good can mean like i want to see you you good can mean like leave me the fuck alone you good could just mean so many things so you you know you drop in it's quick whatever and then the long rap could definitely be the skinny rap because it's like i really don't have anything Nothing to, to say, say. Exactly. i mean i ain't calling nobody asking can i take a bath but <laughs> um you know i'm just like rapping to you so the long rap really could just be all of those things added up and you know into one at the end of the day what it boils down to is and i'm speaking for myself here people what it boils down to is learn how to converse not quick, mm-hmm. not not say anything, and not be skinny about it. Long ha- learn how to converse with people. You know, mm-hmm. we really are losing conversation. I, you know, is quick to send a text. Is 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 quicker to pick up the phone, but we don't do that. You know, right? We really are losing conversation, meaning that we're losing relationships. You know, and that goes with your friendships, dating. Relationships with your parents, like we right. are literally losing the art of conversation, and we need to get it back. You know, and you can start That's... by speaking. You can start mm-hmm. by speaking when you run into people, or if you're in line, you can say hello. When you're at, you know, I don't care where you are, you, you yeah. speak. Especially if you look at somebody in the face, and somebody's looking you in the face, don't say what you're looking at in your head. Just say good morning, mm-hmm. good afternoon, mm-hmm. good evening. Mm-hmm. Learn to speak, and just you know, we that's where you can start. And mm-hmm. and I am, you said learn to do it, and I am a avid avid. You know me. If you need to mm-hmm. learn, learn. Ask mm-hmm. people. Practice. You know, it's all right. Practice in the mirror. Practice with your cousins. Practice. Because we really do right. need to learn how to converse and how to express ourselves. This is ridiculous. And, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, you're not too busy. And stop hiding behind technology. Mm-hmm. And that's all I have to say about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, you know, to wrap it all up, learn how to talk to people. The art of conversation doesn't have to be lost. You, too, can find it out there, people. I mean, you know, like like Babi says, practice. If you can't practice, uh, I mean, don't say nothing. If you, really, if you don't know how to talk, just don't say nothing. But the art of conversation really doesn't have to be lost. You, too, can find it. Again, I'll say that again. But uh, moving on. Let's talk about our personal journal so we can wrap this show up because my personal journal this week is not even really personal. It's not personal to me. It's just something that's getting on my nerves Mm. and I just felt the need to say it. Um, I'm tired of fucking gender reveals. (laughs) 
I'm tired of gender reveals. I'm tired of announcement parties. I'm tired of you thinking that I want to come to your damn event just so you could tell me that you and your husband or you and your man or you adopt whatever. No, adoption is different because you can have a little event to tell me that you adopting a baby because that's wonderful. But if you and your husband is just screwing, you ain't got to have no gender reveal to or no announcement party to let me know that y'all made a baby. And I don't want to see your gender reveal. I don't care. I want to come to your baby shower like a normal person where it's pink or blue or, or green or yellow where we don't know what the sex of the baby is. Because my thing is, is, do I have to buy you a gift to come to right. your gender reveal? that's my thing with the gender reveal. Do you buy gifts for that? Because I'm no, not buying no, a gift for no gender reveal no and a baby shower. Yeah, I'm not buying you yeah. no gift. And don't, I ain't coming. I'm just going to put it out there. I ain't coming. Only thing I want to come to is if you, now I will say this. If you have a gender reveal and you got like, a cake I could cut into and it tells me what it is. You got um, like a, a, a hot dog and a roll. And then when I open it up, it's pink or blue on a barbecue grill. If you got um, anything that deals with food, I'll come to you. <laughs> but if you just like busting a balloon and it's pink or blue, don't call me. Right. And I just had to get that out. That that ain't really a personal journal. I, I mean, but you know, that's I, the, true. I don't and have a personal journal for this week. I just needed to say that. I, I'm, I'm getting tired of going on my social media or just even people that I know that know people and they talk about these damn gender reveals. Not just that, but I tell face. people all the time, you don't know what it is until it comes out. You know, right. I just had um, lunch with a colleague the other day and, um, she was like, hey, we, we work for the same company, but, you know, in two different departments. I don't see her often. But I said, hey, girl. And she, you know, we catching up or whatever. I said, well, let me see a picture of Lena. Because mm. when she was pregnant, she they told her she was having a girl. And, you know, she had named the baby, everything. Baby's name is going to be Lena. And, mm. you know, everything. <laughs> and then little Marcus walk around here with a purple pacifier, pink booties. And, you know, because she had right. a boy. I said, you know, you don't know what it is until it comes out. You did all of this. She had the pinkest, girlest baby shower ever in the history of baby showers. Mm. And it was a boy. So, I, I, yeah, that's dumb, too. I, I, I mean, not that I'm sick of them because I just don't go. It really doesn't bother me, you know. But well, I, I'm sick I agree of with you there. I'm, I'm sick of seeing them. <laughs> I'm sick of turn every time I put on the internet, I got to see something more and more and more extravagant and more and more and more clever. You even got firemen coming to your house and shooting out pink water or blue water. Like tone it the hell down. Mm-hmm. It's just too much. Yeah, tone it down. And 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 another, maybe I got a two-part personal journal. Maybe <laughs> something is personal to me. My other part of my personal journal is I'm going to get better with the long rap. I am going to cut the long rap out, the short rap, the quick rap, the no rap, and the skinny rap. I'm going to really focus on these things because now that you brought the rapper's delight to my attention, I could be all of those things. So I'm going to really <laughs> try my best <laughs> to get back <laughs> with not rapping in any of those ways. Mm. I'm going to try. Way to be an example, now, Maya. Way to be an example. Yeah. Mm. Thanks, man. Thanks. What you got this week? My personal journal this week is about... Minding your own business. Mm. Minding Child, say your that again. own minding your own business. And Seriously. That is 
you know, it's it's not as straightforward as it sounds because it mm-hmm. is something that I started to focus on at work. Mm-hmm. And I have it plastered like it's smack dab in the middle of my computer, like mind your own business. When things go on right. out here, but I don't, I don't care. You know, I was like, but be mind your own business. So I'm starting to minding your own business. Does it just mean withdrawing from things that do not pertain to you? But it, mm-hmm. and because that's what I was doing at first and it was helpful, relieved a lot of stress minding mm-hmm. your own business. But what I learned was, because I put this up about a month ago, what I learned was minding your own business also is an action because I really have to keep my mind on my business. Mm-hmm. So if I'm not paying attention to what other what other people are doing that don't concern me, that don't concern mm-hmm. me. You know, if right. you're not, if, if I didn't ask you for a report and you're not on my team and, you know, I don't care. You know, I, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't care if, if this happens. Mm, oh, well, you know, I don't mm-hmm. care. I'm minding my own business. And in that I am getting more work done. I'm getting right. more things done around the house. I'm getting more things done with my nonprofits because now that I'm not concerned with things that don't concern me, I'm more concerned with the things that do concern me. Mm-hmm. So that is my personal journal for this week. I'm very happy with the outcomes and I will continue to mind my own business. And I, I hope that you would too. And why you, I mean, podcast family and you too. Well, right. why are you mind your business? You don't be getting into nobody's stuff. <laughs> At all. You don't care. Don't care. <laughs> you could be doing whatever. Exactly. I just be like, look, mm-hmm. uh-huh. But I like it. One mm-hmm. thing I will say before I wrap up this week's show, you, you are a preacher. Cause that was some <laughs> preaching you just did. I will take that into consideration along with um, cutting out the long rap. I'm yes. minding my own business, mm-hmm. keeping my mind on my business. That's I love right. it. That's right. Mm-hmm. I started to start singing when you were saying it. You know, we probably could have a, sh- a whole show about <laughs> that. Show and maybe in the future we will. <laughs> but um, you know what? I hope that you enjoyed the show this week. We are going to go ahead and wrap this thing up and get out of here. I'm going to give you the spill like I always do. Don't forget to follow us on all social media platforms. We can be found on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at We Did That Shit. Remember, it's one word, people. We Did That Shit. That's Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We say the same thing every week, and we mean it. Send us emails if you are liking the show. If you're not liking the show, you got something that you want us to talk about in particular, you want us to dive into it, send us an email. We can be reached at we did that shit at gmail.com. Remember, it's one word. We did that shit at gmail.com. You can always follow me on my personal Twitter. That's my my 13. That's M-Y-M-Y-1-3. And I'm at Baby Amina. That's B-I-B-B-I. A-M-I-N-A. Yep. So we hope that you enjoyed this 20th episode and we'll be here same time next week. Remember, mind your own business and be great this week. Do that shit. We Did That Shit podcast is produced and edited by Selena Singleton and brought to you by Wonderful Me Media. 
Wonderful Me Media. What's wonderful about you?